This is In the News from the Irish Times. I'm Declan Conlon. Yesterday was a day of violence in Dublin City. First, news of a horrific stabbing outside a city centre school. Four people were attacked. One adult, a woman who was seriously injured, and three young children. A five-year-old girl is in critical condition. An attack on innocence itself, really. Um, and I think we are all shocked and appalled by it. And just hug your kids, you know, that bit tighter tonight. Then, after rumours circulated online about the attacker, protesters began to gather in the city. A riot broke out and developed into the worst violence Dublin City has seen in many years. I'm joined by Irish Times crime and security correspondent Conor Gallagher and reporter Jack Power. It's just after 10pm on Thursday night and you were both in the city tonight witnessing what happened. But let's start with the attack outside the Gaelskoel Kolosh the World School in Dublin's north inner city. Connor, what do we know about what happened? Well, in basic terms, a group of school children were, were lined up outside the, this primary school on Parnell Square East when a man approached a man in his 40s and um, basically began stabbing them and, 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 and attacked a number of children um, before passers-by intervened and, and wrestled them to the ground. And, and there was a significant struggle, it seems, on the ground and a, a huge degree of bravery by the people who intervened. Um, and they no doubt stopped some other very serious injuries from occurring. Um, Gardaí and emergency services arrived on the scene fairly quickly and, and they were met with a scene of just horror. One of the girls, uh, a five-year-old, suffered uh, extremely serious injuries, understood to be neck injuries. Uh, two other um, children, a boy and a girl aged five and six, also suffered injuries, um, less serious injuries. And a man and a woman also suffered injuries, um, with the woman suffering very extensive injuries. The doctors are most worried tonight about the condition of that five-year-old girl who I mentioned first, um, she's undergone emergency surgery and she's in a very, very serious condition. The um, the woman is also in a serious condition, the man less so, and the other two children um, 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 are, are, are in less serious conditions. Uh, the woman who isn't most seriously injured, it's understood she worked at the school and cared for the children and was one of the people um, who intervened to to stop more children being attacked. Doubtless more about what happened there will emerge in the coming days. But do we know anything now about why this attack happened? No. All we have are questions. Um, so the we know that the um, suspect is currently receiving medical attention and, and will no doubt be arrested. I mean, he basically is in detention at the minute, but he's just receiving medical attention. The Guardi are not looking for anyone else. We know the suspect is... Um, uh, foreign-born national, but he's a naturalised Irish citizen who's been living here for a couple of decades, I understand. Why he did this doesn't seem he's any connection to the school or the victims. This At a, at a press conference, a Garda spokesman said there was no indication it was terror-related. However, Garda Commissioner Drew Harris later addressed the media in the early evening and he refused to rule out terrorism. He said all options are, are being looked at. Um, Garda are looking at this man's history, um, who he might have had contact with. I understand they're also liaising with the foreign police and intelligence services to determine his history and who he might have been in touch with. Um, but yeah, all we have are questions as to motivation right now, I'm afraid. 
This all happened just across the road from where the Stardust inquiry uh, has been and is taking place. Our colleague Kitty Holland was there reporting on the inquiry on Thursday afternoon and she and others attending it went outside to, to witness the aftermath of the attack. She described a horrible scene and an image that has already become associated with these events, the pink Paw Patrol school bag presumably belonging to one of the attacked children, a, a junior infant. Connor, I can't remember a more shocking incident on the streets of this city. An incident targeting children queuing outside of a primary school, you know, it recollects things we read about on the continent, you know, horrific terror, terror attacks in France and elsewhere. We've never had to deal with it here still don't know it's terrorism related but just that level of depravity to carry out an attack like that it beggars belief A few hours later violence broke out on the streets and some very dark scenes unfolded Jack Power what do we know about how the violence on Dublin streets started why it started and how it developed into the scenes that we saw So it seems there was messages and rumours circulating on social media, as we said, in relation to the alleged perpetrator. What seems to have happened then was far-right agitators and a group of others were involved in some kind of protest or demonstration around Parnell Square, which really developed into what effectively became a riot in Dublin city centre. We saw on Parnell Square, clashes with Gardaí, where Gardaí were injured. I believe a, a guard car was was damaged and, and, and set alight there. And the, I suppose, rolling protests and riot really moved down and spread down O'Connell Street, effectively, the, the, the city's main thoroughfare, and escalated into the scenes where we saw, you know, I was walking by... The, the top of O'Connell Street and just saw this double-decker bus, you know, set alight, totally gutted out in flames. Elsewhere, there was a Lewis tram, similarly set alight in flames. Other Garda cars burnt out. And we saw serious and major clashes between this growing group of protesters and rioters, which was kind of inflamed then after the initial protest or demonstration by others kind of young kind of teenagers who jumped in afterwards um, as the situation was escalating causing kind of further trouble and we saw major clashes between Gardaí and these large groups as Gardaí effectively, huge numbers of Gardaí were were mobilised into the the city centre to try and secure O'Connell Street, cordon it off in riot gear, riot shields push and disperse large groups of protesters down onto side streets you know, I witnessed a situation where a group of protesters on, I think it was Abbey Street, pulled out a, a recycling bin of glass bottles from, I think, a nearby bar, tipped it over, and then a group of them set about, you know, picking up the glass bottles and just launching a stream of, of missiles at the line of Gardaí and riot gear, you know, maybe 100 yards in front of them. People on the street who were kind of caught up in this chaos kind of tried to hug to the side of the street as, you know, this large group, you know, dominated the centre of the road. One point, eventually, this line of Gardaí in riot gear charged down the street in an attempt to push the rioters back. Um, that group dispersed back down the street, but, you know, continued to fire glass bottles and, and other missiles and projectiles at Gardaí. 
Was there any coherent message uh, coming from those taking part in these riots? I mean, at the at the point that I got there, it almost seemed like there was this bizarre kind of free ball and nearly jovial atmosphere. I, I walked by three young lads, um, you know, probably in their maybe their late teens. One of them had a shoulder of vodka in his hand. Another had a shoulder of whiskey. You know, they were drinking straight from the bottle, kind of joking with their friends as, as others were launching bottles, uh, empty bottles at the Gardaí. I saw several shops looted. There didn't seem to be any, at that point, you know, there didn't seem to be any coherent message at all other than, you know, joining in the chaos. I, I saw two young lads, you know, running up to a group um, at that point in a situation where I suppose the, the scenes had slightly died down and, you know, one remark to the other, we're, we're too late, we missed it. You know, these were lads obviously coming in from, you know, had, had been somewhere else and had seen the chaos unfolding and had decided to to join in. Connor, already the debate is happening about whether this violence was the work of the far right. Quick to blame yesterday's knife attack on government policy around immigration. Or was it just thuggery or a bit of both? It certainly started with the figures on the far right organising people to uh, come into town. And some of those people were there, as Jack said, not too long after this attack occurred. But then a lot more came into the city centre later. But then you had another element of of people who came in who were perhaps more opportunistic and weren't really interested in making any political points. They were there just to engage in kind of tuggery, I suppose, for want of a better word, and looting, um, as happened later. They were, you know, happy to have some quote-unquote fun by throwing bottles or harassing or, or kind of shouting insults at the guards with in the knowledge that they're very, very unlikely to be caught. We uh, were in, in the city centre tonight. We, you know, for example, we saw one man who standing before a, a line of, of riot police, you know, shouting at them, do you not have children? You know, you should be protecting us, not them. And, and, and then kind of gradually more kind of racist comments. And then, you know, saying that we can get guns and we can get batons and, 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 and kind of making explicit threats but then you had other kind of um, people who were just happy to berate the guards. At some point, as Jack said, yeah, it was this nearly slightly odd, jovial atmosphere where people were joking and exchanging stories and showing each other videos on their phones. So it was a really, really bizarre but verbile atmosphere. At the time of recording, it's coming up on 11pm. The latest reports are that things have calmed down now and it seemed that way when I was last outside myself about an hour ago. How did the Gardaí ultimately get things under control? Yeah, so what it seems the guards' strategy was, as we said, they were you know mostly in, in kind of riot gear but riot shields, is that they sought to secure O'Connell Street first off and push everyone in the groups and the protesters and rioters off O'Connell Street. And then from that kind of base, extend that kind of cordon out to side streets, you know, kind of pushing down Abbey Street, Westmoreland Street, pushing the protesters back, trying to disperse them outwards and break up the crowd effectively and then hold the line. And so in the 
in the hope that people would then kind of dissipate and, and peter off. And I mean, in some respects, it kind of worked in clearing off O'Connell Street and breaking up what was a very large group of, you know, probably hundreds, you know, if not close to a thousand or more rioters and breaking that up into smaller pockets of flashpoints across the city. But, you know, as we said, when that when people were pushed back, what happened then, as, as Connor said, was they resorted to looting and breaking into shops, you know, several hundred yards away from that guard according as a gala shop on the corner. I saw somebody break into the back of a sports direct shop on Malrose Street, you know, come out with, you know, a handful of coats that they'd stolen from the store. I uh, we've seen reports that Arnott's was broken into as well. So it was really scenes of disorder and, and the guards trying as best they could to, to disperse that, that large crowd. Last night, Garda Commissioner Drew Harris reacted to the day's events. I, I think there's disgraceful scenes in terms of a major investigation, the maintenance of a scene, the gathering of evidence, and we have a complete lunatic hooligan faction uh, driven by far-right uh, ideology and also then this disruptive tendency here and engaged then in serious violence. Connor, this really is just the start of this story because what happened here will be talked about and reacted to in the days and weeks ahead. What comes next? Many things. Um, the first, first and foremost, we have this wide-ranging um, investigation into this horrendous attack outside the school which on any other day would be, you know, the only thing we'd be talking about for days and days and days. Um, So that will proceed. And then there will be the inevitable questions to be asked about the violence that followed. What caused the violence? Was the guard a response quick enough? Was it up to scratch? Should they have seen it coming? I mean, these are all questions that will no doubt be asked in the coming days and weeks. There will also, I suspect, be renewed focus on the policing of this kind of violent far-right element. The Guard Commissioner Drew Harris, after previous incidents of, of violence, although nothing approaching this, you know, has, has emphasised the Guard's softly, softly approach to these groups, you know, saying that, you know, they don't want to give them the publicity of an arrest or because that's what these people are looking for. I wonder if that policy is going to change now. I mean, we saw... Guardi being assaulted in town tonight. We saw Garda cars being um, uh, uh, broken into and in one case set on fire. This is, you know, a blow to the reputation of the guards in some way and the reputation of the guards to enforce order and, and keep people safe. Whether or not that's fair or not, that's how it's going to be seen. The guards are going to need to kind of have a response there and to show that they're not going to be bullied around by groups of of tugs, basically. Connor, Jack, thanks very much for joining us. That's all for this episode. For more reporting on this story, subscribe to the Irish Times at irishtimes.com forward slash subscribe. In the news, we'll be back later today.